Now time for some witty and thoughtful commentary. On another show, it's the Beck and Kyle podcast. Hello and welcome to what I'm going to lovingly refer to as season two of the Beck and Kyle show. I'm Becca James, Kyle King. Hello, sir. Hello. It's good to see you again. I know, you too. We can't actually see each other because we are Skyping. Kyle's in Houston. I'm in Knoxville, Tennessee. Uh, yeah, we do this online for hopefully your enjoyment. And we've had a lot going on in the last couple of months since our last show. So we thought, first of all, we'd tell you, hey, what's been going on with us? Kyle has become even more of the A-word lately. Oh, yeah. I mean, and we're not talking about the other one. Where I guess we're talking more about me being an adult. And yes. you guys keep saying that, like you and a bunch of my other friends. I feel like I need to do something like stupid or irresponsible to like get back to my reputation, you know? You can't do that, Kyle. You're a homeowner now. Oh, well, don't ruin one of my three things. Like, you know, well, so that's... <laughs> we were going to do this whole bit of like name three things that have happened. The last episode we did was six months ago. Uh, because again, as Becca alluded to, various things have happened in our lives to where we can't just connect and, and get everything going. So don't ruin it. I mean, I got three things. I know you have yours. Well, calling, you, calling you an A word, I have to, you know, make sure people know that it's it's all in good fun and it's it's not the other one. Right. Well, I'm sure most people sat there and went, no, no, he is definitely that. <laughs> Well, but not at this particular moment. Right. That'll be later on in the show when we uh, when we go ahead and talk about this love story that I found, because it is the day after Valentine's. I figured we might as well go ahead and bring that up. We'll also you know, see what's trending now that's going on. But first, we're going to go ahead and reconnect. Becca wanted us to write down three things that we have done in the last six months. And Becca, you go first. What are your three things? Okay. Well, it's not so much something that I've done. It's just something I want to brag about is I'm an auntie. Oh, my, yeah, I my saw sister that. has a baby on Labor Day. I know. So insert joke here. Um, she's a beautiful baby girl. Her name is Adeline. I am absolutely in love with this kid. And the only reason you are not getting blown up on social media with her photos is because I'm not allowed to post them. Yeah, I wouldn't I wouldn't want you to do that anyway. No, no. She's a Gerber baby. She truly is. Like you look at her and you're like, that kid should be a baby model. You know, every yeah, every person who is related to the baby says that, but you know what? I've seen some ugly babies, okay? I was about to say, I have some I know some people who I'm like, oh yeah, precious. Oh God. No. <laughs> I don't want to see that. But my sister's is honest to God. She really is a Gerber baby. Uh, I don't want to spend too much time on this, but one of our previous episodes, you had made mention that uh, I believe it was your mother who had given you and Jonathan the talk. Mother-in-law. Mother-in-law. Oh, okay. Okay. So yes. that's that's still going to be a thing. All right. All right. What's your second thing? <laughs> okay. Um, my second thing is I got to do some pretty huge red carpet um, oh, yeah, interview right. work at the end of last year. So um, even though this one came second, I'm gonna lead with it. Um, Dollywood is about an hour away from where I live in Knoxville, Tennessee. And they did a big official Hollywood premiere for Dolly Parton's Christmas of Many Colors movie, where they rolled out the red carpet at the actual park. And so Dolly was there, Jennifer Nettles, who's in the movie and a few others. And so I was the correspondent for the radio station who got to go down there and be a part of it and interview some of the actors. Now, while I did not get to interview Dolly, I mean, I was literally less than a foot away from her and I was able to get my mic underneath her so that I was able to later edit what she said to somebody else to make it sound like I did. So I'm going to take that as a win. 
that's kind of like that's kind of like doing the the sneak like picture where like you just you go find where the famous people are and you just like get on a wall and have your buddy like take a photo so it looks like you're in that conversation but you're not hey i i took it like like as if it were a press conference you know where i'm just taking audio from a press conference um but i did get to talk to jennifer nettles basically they brought her to the country station that was next to me and then i just shanghaied her at the end of their interview to ask her a few questions so that was fun nice. uh but then the really big one like this is the biggest person biggest star I will probably ever meet in my life. Um, besides me? Regal, besides you, Kyle. Right. Regal Entertainment is based here in Knoxville. That's the big movie theater chain. And every single year they do a big charity event where they bring in a movie star and do a premiere of their movie and they walk the red carpet and all this stuff. Last year it was Jack Reacher 2 and they brought the Tom Cruise into Knoxville. And I, again, got chosen to represent my station down there to go and I got to interview Tom Cruise and he spent a solid four or five minutes with me, the longest with than anybody down there other than like entertainment tonight. So that was by far a career highlight right there. And that it was is pretty awesome. I mean, I, I like, I was really jealous from Houston that you got to do that. You know, Tom Cruise is one of those guys. Say what you want about him personally. Okay, I get it. Scientology. He's got a couple screws loose, whatever. But... Tom Cruise is one of the movie stars of all time. He's one of the biggest stars in the world of all time. And I don't even think, I, I don't know, like I don't see many people ever being able to quite reach his global stardom ever again because everything is so saturated now. Uh, but yeah, he was really, really nice. He had, he looked at you right in your eyes. Like there was a time when I was talking to him where I just forgot what I was supposed to be saying or thinking because he just dazzled me. Well, um, yeah, I, I think he's also like, you know, trying telepathy on you to get you to become a Scientologist. <laughs> and that's why I mean, he just, he makes such intense, that. such intense eye contact that it's just like, oh, oh my God. I, I, I can see why they're, uh, why he is their secret weapon because like, <laughs> you're just like, yes, Tom, anything, Tom. He, he's no longer a secret weapon. He is their <laughs> weapon. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, so that was just by far the coolest thing. And then my final thing is, you know, we all have bucket list things that we would love to do. One of the ones I never in a million years ever thought I'd get to do was go to a Super Bowl, specifically when a team I really love is playing. Oh, here but we go, here we go. I was just at Super Bowl 51 in H-Town when the Patriots won. First time to ever go to overtime. Craziest comeback ever, and I was there. It was epic. Well, yeah, it must have been epic seeing Tom Brady win his first Super Bowl without cheating. So that must have been really nice. But see, you see, here's the thing about Patriot fans: you already did your three things. Now you're on your fourth thing because what are you talking about I'm on my three things. You talked about your, you talked about becoming an aunt. You talked about Dolly Parton. You talked about. Well, I talked about my red carpet moments, which there was a oh, so A and were, a B. Uh huh. Yeah. And that's why go back and rewind the tape. Hijack the whole thing, just like the Patriots <laughs> hijack Super Bowls. Hey, hate us because you hate us. Oh, um, Kyle, so obviously I already spoiled your first one. You're a homeowner. Tell me about that. It's fun. Like I said, we, you know, we're finally out of boxes. We moved uh, at the end of January, which let me tell you, buying your first home is 
a stressful thing in itself, try doing it during the holidays and add even more stress. Oh God, <laughs> what were you thinking? Oh my God, I want to get in a house and get out of the ghetto where I was living. That's what I was thinking. That is a fair point. You did live in the ghetto. Yeah, so I'm finally out of there. I have space. It's it's a nice place. I'm, I'm very happy being a homeowner. Uh, the second- do you have a big yard for Bear? I do, and Bear does not like the yard. Wait. He doesn't like the yard? No, because Bear is such a baby that he uh, he enjoys being inside. So, like, he really only goes out just to pee. And I would say poop, but he has reserved that for my game room. <laughs> Wait till it's springtime and you can, like, go throw a tennis ball out there and then yeah. see if he likes it better. We'll I mean, see. I mean, I guess it's not that cold there now, but... It never hey. is. It's Houston. Uh, the second thing on my list is I turned 30. So, oh, welcome to the old person's club. Yeah, you know what? Like, it really wasn't that bad. You know, I, I wasn't like freaking out about it. I don't even think I did anything for my 30th birthday because I was like, just another day. As, and as long as I'm above, you know, ground, that's good for me. And, uh, you know, also, uh, I'm going to go ahead and do four things since you got to have an A and a B. Um, <sighs> the Chicago Cubs my favorite team of all time, finally won the World Series. Yeah, so you know what it's like. Oh my God, winning feels so good. Doesn't it? Oh, so good. <laughs> and then finally, I binge watched uh, all of Game of Thrones and I'm caught up, so season one. <laughs> hold more. on, hold on. Of all of your big things that happened to me that you binge watched a TV show made that list? Well, yeah, I mean, think about it. All I have done really is save up for a house, so I haven't gone out and done anything. Then I moved into said house, so you spend a lot of money on your down payment, so you're eating ramen noodles. And yeah, Game of Thrones <laughs> was it. So I binge watched it and I'm caught up. I know, I now know all things Game of Thrones. Oh, I am so incredibly happy for you on that front. All right, when we come back, we'll talk about what is trending. The Becca and Kyle podcast. One of them is sweet, smart, and beautiful. The other is Becca. Well, wasn't that fun? All right, back in season two of the Becca and Kyle show. We're getting back in the swing of things. Becca, what is trending now? Number one, do you watch the TV show This Is Us? No. Okay, you're about the only person in America. It's an amazing show. And what has shocked all of us who watch this TV show this week is the actor who portrays Toby in the show he is obesely overweight. Turns out the actor wears a fat suit and prosthetic jowls, but the makeup job is so good. Like even watching the latest episode, I'm like, I'm looking for it now. And I'm like, I had no idea. Nobody had any idea he wasn't actually that big. And I don't mean that in a mean way. It was just shocking to see a photo of him in real life being thinned down. So and he's a skinny guy blowing. wearing a fat suit to be a fat guy on the show? Yes. But not not in a um, in a mean way or anything like that. It was just to, in, in playing his character. That's who his character is. And it's just you see this picture and it's just mind blown. See, now skinny people are taking fat people's jobs. It's wrong. I don't <sighs> want it. If you want to play a fat person, you know, be like the rest of us. Be fat. Okay, actors in general play people who they aren't. <laughs> Stop it, Kyle. All right, I'm gonna move on. So. Uh, Alanis Morissette was robbed. Her home was robbed. She lost $2 million in jewelry. And that sucks. But I think what's worse is all the people making isn't it ironic jokes. That's not irony. Yeah, that's just a jerk thing that happened. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. So I'm just like, congratulations. You're an idiot and an asshole. Starbucks, you can customize your drinks. It's 
a wonderful, wonderful place. Um, however, there is a person who had 27 different specifications on an order. That's I'm somebody, sorry, that's somebody who got have, spit in their drink. If you have that many specifications, buy your own machine and go make it your damn self at home. Just, just a few of the things that he wanted was 0.5 with soy, lactate milk, 0.14 with cream. I mean, specific measurements of certain things on here. Um, they go into add, oh, I want two protein powder, um, raw sugar, no whip. It has to be served at exactly 34 degrees. Like, and, it, and this could have been a prank, but I do not care. This person needs to be banned. I would have been like, get out. <laughs> I would have called my manager and be like, this, this guy's got to go. Never again. You are never allowed in my Starbucks could, again. Could you just imagine being the barista going like, all right, I got a complicated order for go f yourself. <laughs> now I've got a story coming up that we're going to have to discuss because I think it is one of the weakest moves of all time. And we'll tell you about it coming up right here on season two of the Beck and Kyle show. The Beck and Kyle podcast. Two hosts, many opinions, zero fact checking. Third and final segment here on the premiere of season two of the Becca and Kyle show. Valentine's Day was yesterday and I found this story, Becca. I think it's too much, all right? And this guy went ahead and posted on here that it was his ex-wife's birthday. And here's what the post says. It's my ex-wife's birthday today, so I got up early and brought flowers and cards and a gift over for the kids to give her and help them make her breakfast. Per usual, someone asked me why the hell I still do things for her all the time. This annoys me, so I'm going to break it down for you. He goes on to say, I'm raising two little men. The example I set for how I treat their mom is going to significantly shape how they see and treat women and affect their perception of relationships. I think even more so in my case because we are divorced. So if you aren't modeling good relationship behavior for your kids, get your together, rise above it, and be an example. This is bigger than you. I think that's great. To me, this seems like he's still trying to get her back. I mean, I'm not gonna say you're completely wrong about that. However, you know, as a kid, I remember loving to cook and being allowed in the kitchen and wanting to make breakfast for my parents on Mother's Day and Father's Day and that kind of stuff, even when I was too little to do it. So I would have had to have had supervision. So if the, the boys wanted to do this, he would have had to have been there to allow him to do that, or he would have been letting down the boy's enjoyment of doing that for his wife. Well, that's the other thing. I want to know, was this their idea or was this his idea? Well, I don't think it really matters all that much. I think the point that he's making, that this is to set a good example for how a man is supposed to be respectful and to treat women, I think that above all else is absolutely beautiful and we definitely need more. That's how you end up in the friend zone. You and I both know you get locked <laughs> up in the friends. How many times have you seen like, this guy got me flowers and took me horseback riding and he bought me dinner. You're the bestest friend ever. And it's just a picture that of a guy That was literally like one of Jonathan's and my first dates. You're also talking to a woman who fell for the nice guy. Like had we met two years prior, he would have been friend zoned completely. But then I got tired of dating all of the jerks and realized I wanted a nice guy who was going to treat me like I was all that mattered. Yeah, see, opposites, because uh, my wife definitely married the asshole. <laughs> She's still in the, like, I want the jerk thing. One of these days we're going to have to have our spouses on the show, <laughs> though that might be really bad. And with that, 
Thank you guys for joining us in. Season two is now off and running. We always appreciate you guys listening. And again, any feedback, hit us up on our social media pages. And remember, it's not whether you win or lose. It is whether you wake up with a great story. We'll see you guys soon. Well, wasn't that fun? To keep up with their shenanigans, follow them on Facebook.com slash The Becca Kyle Show. And follow them on Twitter at Becca Kyle Show. Those looking to send hate mail or to receive a full refund for this episode, email Becca and Kyle Show at gmail.com.